Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeats. My name is Dave Taylor. Thanks for checking out FM 99s and 106.9 The Fox's only wrestling podcast. And uh, we're going to preview WWE's Money in the Bank, which is uh, happening uh, Saturday afternoon. And uh, let's uh, just get some of the uh, business out of the way here before we get started. Again, I mentioned we're uh, 106.9 The Fox, FM 99's only wrestling podcast. It's uh, basically out of the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. And you're like, well, where's that at? Because I'm out in California or I'm in Canada listening or in London. And I appreciate the listens. Uh, well, we're in the state of Virginia, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Chesapeake area. And you can find us on the web under the media tab, FM99.com or 1069thefox.com. And check out some of our interviews we've done. And uh, some great ones throughout the years. We've had Chris Jericho on, The Miz, Drew McIntyre, uh, even uh, Seth Rollins has been on the show. Big E has been on the show. A lot of cool guests. Uh, you can find us on social media, ESPR99 on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, you can also find us, of course, in many different podcast apps as you're doing that now. SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, Spotify, iTunes. Leave a review if you can. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. We are going to preview WWE's Money in the Bank, but the news that uh, broke late on Friday and uh, broke a lot of hearts was uh, the news of the uh, passing of Draws, or Puke, uh, Darren uh, Drozdov, who uh, passed away at the age of 54. And uh, he was uh, kind of like a late part of the Attitude Era. Uh, he, uh, he was a pro football player. Played for the Denver Broncos in the uh, 90s, and he also did a year in the uh, CFL. And after that, he started getting into the uh, wrestling business. And uh, he even worked in uh, ECW for a while, where he uh, formed a, a stable of what they called the Invaders uh, from WWF. So he had, like, like Doug Furness and Phil uh, LaFron uh, he worked with, and, uh, and Brackus and, uh, and Lance Wright, I believe, was in there as well. Uh, he uh, showed up in WWE 1988 or 1998 rather, and uh, if you ever seen the Beyond the Mat movie, he's the one that like was able to like puke on command, which is how you know he got the name puke and stuff because he did that as a football player where he would vomit on a football before the center could snap it, which is just kind of nasty. Uh, so he was called Puke. He uh, made his debut back in May of 1998. And uh, it, was, it was kind of like a weird thing because this was when the LOD uh, was was still around. And he kind of became like the unofficial third member of the group. And he did that that angle with like Hawk's alcoholism, which was not great. And then they had that, you know, where a Hawk, uh, you know, like fell off the Titan Tron. But they, they, they show that he was, you know, pushed by draws. And stuff, and then uh, you know he became disassociated with LED over time, and then he slowly uh, became a heel. And he started working with uh, Prince Albert and stuff while he was in the Rumble. He made an appearance at uh, SummerSlam, and uh, then um, unfortunately for him, he uh, suffered a career-ending injury uh, in a match with uh, D'Lo Brown during a uh, SmackDown taping in October of 1999. And uh, he was uh, wearing a loose shirt, which uh, was a factor that he said that uh, contributed to the accident. Because when uh, Dealer Brown attempted to pick him up for a move, he, he could not get a proper grip on draws. And draws could not uh, do a proper jump to aid in lifting the powerbomb position. And he landed on his head and ended up fracturing two vertebrae in his neck. And, um, you know, the footage was never shown to the public and everything. But if you 
Remember the old uh, don't try this at home public service announcements. You do see him being taken out of the stretcher in this. And um, and from there, uh, he ended up being a quadriplegic. And uh, eventually, over time, um, when he didn't have any movement below the neck, he did regain movement in his upper body and arms. And uh, he always said it was an accident. Uh, he didn't have uh, any animosity towards D'Lo Brown. And, and D'Lo said there was no one to blame for either side of the accident. Uh, draws for a number of years. Did work with uh, WWE back when they had their uh, magazine. He would write essays and some content on the web. Uh, he was a part of uh, the uh, Bite This Internet show uh, for a long time. And he would write articles for his uh, WWE pay-per-view predictions and everything else. Uh, and then um, last time we kind of saw him was uh, he did interviews for the uh, LED Dark Side of the Ring episodes. That was back in 2020. Uh, and then uh, he uh, passed away. Uh, earlier on uh, June 30th at the age of 54. And uh, just kind of like a memorable character, you know, you know, and just with what happened, you know, he, he didn't have a long uh, time with the WWE, but uh, he was involved in a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, hearts go out to his family and uh, just a, uh, you know, character that, you know, you're, you're not going to forget, and especially with what happened to him as well with the uh, the tragedy in the ring. And, uh, and the guy just, you know, ha having the energy and everything else afterwards just to be positive, man, because I, I can't imagine what he went through and going through that. So, uh, Draws, Darren Drozdoff, we remember you and pay tribute to you with a 10-bell salute. It's never easy to make those transitions. We remember a wrestler on this uh, podcast. And uh, now uh, WWE does uh, their Money of the Bank pay-per-view event out of London at the O2 Arena. And, uh, you know, SmackDown was interesting because I thought the crowd was in the some segments and some they were not. Uh, you know, we, we did have the match with, uh, finally, with uh, Bailey and Shotzi. Uh, Bailey winning, staying in the Money in the Bank match, and then cutting some of uh, Shotzi's hair. So that happened. And then you had uh, no surprise uh, Bianca, who bought a front row ticket, so she wasn't at ringside, uh, getting involved in the Asuka-Charlotte match. Which, you know, probably sets up a triple threat down the road. So we got seven matches on the card. Two Money in the Bank matches. Uh, you got uh, a World Heavyweight Championship match and a big tag team match and a Women's Championship match for the Tag Team Championship. And then a continental title match. Uh, we'll start with that. Guther defending against Matt Riddle. Uh, I, I don't see Matt Riddle winning here. Uh, and you know, I mean, Guther, is he going to destroy him or to just slap the heck out of him? Should be a pretty good match. You know, I mean, uh, Riddle's uh, competitive whether he wins or loses. Uh, he, he's had some pretty good matches, and sometimes I think the guy gets a little underrated. And uh, Guther has been fantastic. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, on, he's, on, he's on the mark to... Shatter Honky Talk Man's record. So that, that's coming up soon. Because he, he's been a uh, 
Been their kind of champion a long time. So, but yeah, Gunther should be retaining that match. You also got uh, Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio, and uh, I mean, I mean, Cody should be winning here, right? Uh, you know, but should be entertaining. You'll see how much the crowd that this uh, disapproves of Dominic and Rhea Ripley. Does Cody Rhodes' wife get involved? Does that set up down the road? Do we see? Do we see Brandy showing up? We will see over time, but uh, yeah, there you go. That's uh, you got that, and then you got. Uh, well, let's uh, let's do the uh, women's uh, tag team championship match: Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Now, Liv came back last week, and various reports saying that she's uh, like a month away from being ready. So I don't know if this is going to be more of an angle than a match. You know, where where uh, Ronda and Sh- and Shayna are just going to beat them both up or whatever else. Or Raquel wrestles solo here. Either way, uh, Ronda and Shane are going to be walking out here with the championship still. So that that's how that's going to go down. You got... For the World Heavyweight Championship, you got Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor. Uh, I'd be curious to see how the crowd is for Finn in this. I mean, yes, he's from Ireland, but, you know, still being over there. Is, is, is he going to be more over? I see Seth retaining here. I don't really see a title change happening. In this particular match. Uh, then we get the Money in the Bank matches. So we'll do the uh, women's one. Uh, you got uh, Zena, Zelina Vega. You got Becky Lynch, uh, Zoe Stark, Bailey Eosky, and Trish Stratish in, in the match. Now, it's interesting because you, you got, obviously, uh, Zoe Stark and Trish uh, probably taking out Becky Lynch. Uh, and you got... Um, you know, Bailey and EO, uh, you know, probably working on Zelina. And then Bailey probably going to cost EO the spot. And uh, this is where I see uh, Zoe Stark. I love to see EO, EO Sky win this match. But I think Bailey, that, or Bailey helps her, but is jealous that EO has the briefcase and tries to cash it in for it. So I'm going to go with that. I was going to go with EO, first choice, uh, second choice, Zoe Stark. Uh, you know, Zelina just had title shots. Uh, Trish doesn't need it. Becky doesn't need it. It'd be cool if she had it. Uh, you know, but but you know, not as much as her style. Zoe, uh, she's in the feud right now with uh, Becky and Trish. Although that could be something, but maybe she's the underdog in this, and she walks away with that, and she can get a big push out of this. But I'm going to go with EO Sky, and then uh, Zoe second choice. So Bailey, I, I don't see that, uh, you know, but she can wreck some havoc in this match. Uh, maybe we see Shotzi get involved and, and cost Bailey the opportunity, and then Eo wins. Uh, then you get the men's uh, Money in the Bank match. You got the Ricochet, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, LA Knight, yeah, uh, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, and Logan Paul. The odd man in. Uh, Vince has his way. Logan's winning, which uh, would not be great. Uh, I would love to see how Butch gets over here. Uh, this should be a highlight reel for Ricochet, Shinsuke, you know, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest. Um, look, and if it's not Damian winning, uh, and it's it's got to be LA Knight, right? I mean, I mean, it's it seems that way. Although it's like all pointing towards Logan Paul. Um, okay, if it's not Logan Paul, and it shouldn't be Logan Paul, it should set up a feud, uh, unless it's a feud with LA Knight. But LA Knight should win. But are they going to do something crazy? I mean, Butch isn't, I don't see him winning this match. Santos Escobar, the crowd's got to get behind him, man. That dude is so talented. Uh, Ricochet, doing something like that. Maybe he does. You know, Strowman is hurt. And uh, so he's on his own for a while. 
He could use a good singles push, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ellie Knight. Seems to be the easy pick here, uh, which means it's probably wrong. And I go with Ricochet as my backup. I, I just the Logan Paul thing, man. Don't do that to us, WWE. Please don't. He he doesn't need it. He could do other things. So let's just go with that. And then you got what's uh, definitely going to be the uh, the main event of the evening, the the Civil War for the Bloodline. And, of course, you got the Usos, Jimmy and Jay taking on Roman Reigns and Solo Sequoia. And, uh, okay, th- this is crazy because, you know, are they going to completely implode? You know, is uh, Solo going to accidentally, you know, give a spike to Roman Reigns? Is, uh, you know... How's this going to go down? Because, you know, this match is going to probably be like, you know, half hour long. And it's just going to be one of those like, uh, you know, crazy things with um, how, how this match comes together. But I'm going to go with uh, the bloodline need to win this match. I, I, I think, you know, I mean, there is no tag team in here, but this is going to set up something where maybe the beating continues or, or maybe there's something happens that's afterwards that, you know, sets up a match where, you know, Jimmy or Jay. Get a championship match against Roman Reigns, which it would almost make sense for the Usos to win, so that match would happen. So now I'm just talking to myself and the changing my mind, and the Usos win this match, and uh, you know the the fall of the Bloodline continues here, and this sets up uh, what's going to happen at SummerSlam. I'm assuming one of the Usos is going to fight Roman Reigns, so that's my pick. I'm going to go with the Usos in that match. Should be fun. Anyways, that's your card for Money in the Bank seven matches, and it uh, should be fun. I love some of those title matches, you know. Wrestling has always been predictable. You can't complain about that. It's it's how the story gets there. And if the story's good, then I'm fine with that. So there you go. Thanks for checking us out. Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. You can find us uh, under the media tab at 1069tofox.com or fm99.com. Socials, ESPR99, Facebook and Twitter. And Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, SoundCloud. And uh, pretty much any wrestling listen to the podcast. So search ESPR Wrestling. We will get a review up uh, Sunday I will not be able to do it live, uh, so we will uh, come back Sunday or late Monday with a, a review of WWE Money in the Bank. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great day. My name is Dave Taylor, and as always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Repeat.